What's up guys, it's Arif. And this is Arish. And welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports, exclusively on Radio Naira, 99.9 FM HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. Now let's get on with our Sunday and Monday NFL game predictions. The first Sunday game is the Eagles versus the Buccaneers. And I think this is a pretty easy pick for most people. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with the Buccaneers. It's Tom Brady versus Jalen Hurts. They have The Buccaneers have the superior offense as well as a superior defense. If an upset happened here, it would be a very crazy thing because Tampa Bay is one of the favorites to go to the Super Bowl, if not win it. They won the Super Bowl last year. And yes, all the drama with Antonio, Antonio Brown might be limiting the team a little bit for now, but it's the Philadelphia Eagles who won a bunch who won nine games in the season, in a 17-game season, almost went .500, and most of their wins were against pretty bad teams. We saw when they played pretty good teams, they did not play well at all, and the Buccaneers are exactly that, a pretty good team. I agree, but I I don't think it's going to be the blowout you're trying to make it, because I think that the Eagles, Jalen Hurts is going to play, he's going to elevate his game, but I do think it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're playing an incredible defense, and it's Tom Brady. He's going to find a way to beat you no matter what. So unless your your team is absolutely incredible, so and the Eagles are not they're they're not even close to that. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie, they're not close to that. Jalen Hurts is barely a franchise QB, and Devontae Smith is developing still. Their defense is terrible, atrocious, and Tarbrandy is gonna easily be able to tear that whole thing to shreds. So it's gonna be a huge day for Tom Brady. If Ronald Jones comes back, expect him to have a big day as well. And Mike, don't forget about Mike Evans. And then moving to the second game, which is the 49ers versus Cowboys. Arch, I think we have differing opinions here. Yeah, so I am going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. I know, well, on paper, it does not look like Dak's in a slump. But if you've been watching the Cowboys games, you can tell. Dak is not playing like he did at the beginning of the season at the MVP level. He's lost. He's way out in the MVP race. And also... Hold on. He, Dak is not in a slump anymore. He's not. I don't I don't think so. He had one good game. He had two good games. And the, one, one against a horrible Washington football team defense and one against third stringers and practice squatters. But does that not the, give you does that not give you momentum going into the playoffs? Does I don't that think not it give does. you confidence? It did not it did not against the Washington football team after they beat them up a lot. It did not give them a lot of confidence. It didn't they did not play well the next week. And I think that the same thing will not happen because I think the Cowboys defense is too good for that. They let 26 points go to a, to a, like I said, a third stringers and practice squatters for the Philadelphia Eagles, but they were without Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons, they're two big playmakers, and they are back with them for the 49ers game. So I think that Jimmy Garoppolo will have, I think maybe three turnovers. All in all, they'll have three turnovers, I guess all from Jimmy Garoppolo, and they just will not play well against a great Dallas Cowboys defense, top five in rushing, and I would say top, I'd say average or above average for passing. So they have a pretty good defense, and it used to be that Dak Prescott carried the Cowboys, so but now I think it's the Cowboys defense that will help them make a playoff run. Okay, what do you say about the fact that they let 25 points in to the Arizona Cardinals, who I argue the 49ers are a better team than the Arizona Cardinals? What do you have to say to that? Because if, if you can't stop the Arizona Cardinals and the 49ers clearly have more threats than that, how are you going to stop the 49ers? Would you take the 49ers offense of or the Arizona offense? 49ers offense with Kyle Shanahan, with Debo, with George Kittle, with Elijah Mitchell, Based with on Jimmy talent. G. 
Okay, based on Elijah talent, Mitchell, 49ers. Based on talent, 49ers. All right, that's just simply not true. I mean, Kyler Murray has been in the MVP race this whole season, and Even he's still hanging Kyler in there. Kyler Murray has not. They, hold on. They have a Pro Bowl running back in James Conner. It doesn't matter how you say he played. He is in the Pro Bowl, so they have a Pro Bowl running back in James Conner. And then you talk about DeAndre Hopkins is not going to be playing. Yeah. But you talk about Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, Zacherts, they're a pretty big deal for this team. And I think that they are going to make a really big difference in this game. And, well, not in this game, but in the game that the Cardinals will be playing against the Rams, which we're about to get on to. But I would rather take the Cardinals offense than the uh, 49ers. But that's the exact Hold on. Obviously, 49ers defense. But anyway, back to this game. The Dallas Cowboys, I just believe that their offense will play a little bit better than the um, 49ers offense. And of course, their defense will play a little bit better than the 49ers defense. Not that their defense is better, but that their defense will play better against the opposing team's okay, offense, but that's is what really matters. If what you, going back to what you, the, you said about the Cardinals, that's the exact problem. You're having players like Christian Kirk be your difference maker. You can't have people like that be your You can't have Rondell Moore be your difference maker. You can't Rondo have Chase Edmonds receiving out of the backfield be your difference maker. We, we'll get to that later. Why not? I'll get to that later when we go to the Cardinals game. But back to the 49ers Cowboys. Kyle Shanahan is arguably one of the best, is arguably the best coach in the NFL right now. That's, you just can't dispute that. He's definitely top five, for sure top 10. And he's scheming against the Cowboys right now. Any opponent you put the 49ers against, Kyle Shanahan is going to find the exact kryptonite for that team, and he's going to exploit it the whole game. I guarantee you the 49ers are going to run end around with Debo Samuel. They're going to run, they're going to put, what's his name, George Kittle. They're going to put him down the seam. They're going to give him the ball. They're going to open the lane by doing end arounds. Elijah Mitchell, they're going to go left and right, right, wide runs. I guarantee you to open up the sides, and then the Cowboys are going to, their defense is going to spread out, and that move, that, uh, allows more space for Jimmy G, who's going to make better throws, and you have. So you don't think that they're going to put pressure on the quarterback? I play, do think they're. Gonna, I think that they're going to play okay, cover but, defense, zone defense, and have good time blitzes. That is going to throw off. Um, that's going to throw off Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, but let me finish. I, what I was saying. What I was saying was that if you, it doesn't matter if you're pressuring the QB. If you're able to run end around with Debo Samuel, you're able to run wide runs left and right with Elijah Mitchell, you have the best left tackle in the NFL, Trent Williams, and you have the best fullback in the NFL, Kyle Juszczyk. It's the best fullback, though. How big of a difference is he going to make? I'm going to say the 49ers defense, their front seven is extremely underrated. Fred Warner is a very underrated player. He's a top five linebacker in the NFL, and you could argue Micah Parsons is top three, maybe number one, but I'm not going to dispute, I'm not going to say anything about that. I'm just going to talk about the 49ers, and I think that uh, Eric Armstead and their whole front set, their front seven with Fred Warner, Eric Armstead, uh, Key, and then you have um, Nick Bosa. They're going to be the difference maker here. And Dak Prescott, historically this season, has been less mobile than before. And if he's less mobile, you're they're going to get constant pressure on him. And unfortunately, I think the Cowboys are going to go down in this game just because the great scheming from Kyle Shanahan. The Steelers, Chiefs, and it's going to, I hate to say this, but I think the Chiefs are going to win. The homecoming is going to end for Big Ben. And 
it's so unfortunate. He said today, um, oh, the odds are so, it's so favored towards Kansas City, so let's just have fun. And you hate to see that as a fan, any fan of the NFL, because Big Ben just had, I don't know how many of you guys saw, but Big Ben came in week 18, the first week 18 ever in NFL history. He comes into overtime and he makes a couple big throws, that huge fourth and six conversion to uh, Ray Ray McLeod. It, it was an incredible catch. And so if you, you Big Ben it has the ability to make the throws. The problem is the Chiefs offense is too high powered and the Steelers defense is not good enough to stop them. And Big Ben, after a historically terrible season, he almost played himself out of the Hall of Fame as a joke. But it's going to end here, and it's so sad to see because you want to see Big Ben make a run in his final season, but it's just not going to happen against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. They've been to the Super Bowl the past two years, one, two years ago, and it it's looking like they're going to make it to the AFC Championship, which is what I believe will happen this year. But the Titans also look pretty good as a number one seed. But going back to what we were saying, I think that the Chiefs are going to win this game, but it's not gonna be by a lot. Big Ben's gonna put up a good fight in his last game ever, and it's going to be a really hard fought game that the Chiefs eventually win. I think that it's going to be a pretty close game, relatively close, not very, very close. Maybe, I'll say less than, a, let's say less than eight points in a difference. Maybe nine, let's take nine. Less than nine points in a difference between the score of the uh, Chiefs and the score of the Steelers, which will win it for the Steelers in my, I mean, the Chiefs in my opinion. I think that the Steelers are just not as talented as the Chiefs. It's Patrick Mahomes versus Big Ben. Whose offense would you rather take? The I, Chiefs. Of course, yeah. the Chiefs. And I know that you would take Steelers defense, but it, the Chiefs isn't lagging that far behind from the Steelers. It's just too close of a defensive battle and too far. It's it's just too far in talent for the offense. And it's probably going to be a pretty big shootout. But I think, once again, the Chiefs by less than nine points. Okay, so just continuing on that point, the, I think the only way the Steelers have a chance here is if they feed the ball to Najee early and often. That's the only way you're going to win this game. If you're behind by seven, you can't be the Colts where you're losing to the Jaguars by seven and you refuse to give Jonathan Taylor the ball and you lose. You can't do that. You have a very good power back. Last week, when Najee Harris played the Chiefs on December 26th um, of 2021, earlier this season, he averaged over five, or almost five yards per carry. So... That's, that's incredible against the average Chiefs run defense. So the only way you're going to win is if you feed. You obviously want the headline of, oh, Big Ben's final game. He threw for, what, 300 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks, whatever. But that's not going to happen in this game. And if if the Steelers want to win this game, they're, they're going to have to figure it out at some point that the only way they're going to win is by feeding the ball to Najee Harris. And if they don't do that early, then there's no chance they're going to win because the only Najee Harris is the best weapon on this team. You run the ball, you can obviously run the ball whichever way you want with Najee Harris, and then that opens Big Ben's passing lanes. You can't try to throw with Big Ben, and Big Ben fails, so they know the only way you're going to run. Their only place you're going to have offense is the run defense. It's the run. It's not going to work. Now, moving to Monday's games, arguably the most anticipated game is the Cardinals versus the Rams. It's an It's shaping up to be an incredible game. It's the Monday 8.15 p.m. game. And we were already talking about this a little bit with Christian Kirk and the Cardinals offense. And I, this is tough because both teams have, were stumbling as of late and then they caught their falls. But I, in this game, I'm, 
Mm, I'm gonna have to take the Rams. Now, the reason is Kyler Murray, it's mainly because of the, the DeAndre Hopkins injury. And DeAndre Hopkins is the main piece to this Cardinals team besides Kyler Murray. And Ky we were just talking about this. Chris, you cannot uh, entrust in Christian Kirk to do all your receiving duties and then Rondo Moore and Rondo Moore to be the secondary guy in AJ Green. It's not going to work out. And the Rams defense, Jalen Ramsey, knows he's, he knows exactly how to shut down AJ Green. We've seen it before. And... He also when they when he was on the uh, Jaguars and AJ Green was on the Bengals, so he knows exactly how to shut down AJ Green. And the Rams front seven, you cannot dispute this. The Rams front seven is a top ten front in the NFL. So you're gonna get pressure on Kyler Murray. Kyler's gonna scramble, but you have incredible cornerbacks. And speaking of which, um, Eric Weddle actually came out of retirement, and that was incredible to see because he's such a great player. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and he's in this game too. Yeah, gonna, I don't know how much range. of an impact he's gonna make. My guess would probably be like two or three tackles. But I think that he knows his defense. Eric Weddle knows the Rams defense. That's the team he's playing for. But I just think you can't have Kyler. You saw, we saw against uh, Kyler Murray against the Seahawks, which is a terrible defense. Kyler Murray got so frustrated and he, he would, every missed throw he would make, he would just uh, like uh, frustratedly pull off his chin straps. He was very frustrated in that game. The offensive line is terrible and James Conner, I'm not gonna say he shouldn't have made the Pro Bowl, but I'm saying that he's one of the at least he's not one of the stronger selections for the Pro Bowl this year. So I think that the Rams are just gonna get pressure, and Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford are just on the same page, and they've been the whole season, and that is not gonna change by uh, Albert Wilson playing on Cooper Cup in the slot. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams as well. The Rams, they're a very great team, like you were talking about. It's just hard to pick against them. And the thing that is going to make the difference in this case is who do you take? Do you take Kyler Murray in this game or do you take Matthew Stafford? The battle of the two so-called elite quarterbacks. And in this situation, I'm just going to have to take Matthew Stafford. If not because of really? he's just a better quarterback, in my opinion, he can throw the ball better. If not because of that, because of the weapons he has. Like you were saying, it's OBJ. It's Odell Beckham Jr. who is, if he was in his prime, he would be a top three wide receiver right now. I think you would agree with that. Mm -hmm. And then it's Cooper Cup, who's had a historical season this year. He's had one of the best seasons any wide receiver has ever Almost had. Almost broke the receiving record. He, he may, came within 20 yards, I think. Yep, he may, he may break the record for the regular season and the playoffs. And then you have Tyler Higbee, who I think should have made the Pro Bowl. It's, it's just a very, very good team. And when you look at the weapons of the Cardinals, it's not as it's good, but it's not as good as this team. And you really can't you can't beat this team if you don't have superior weapons. And they have the superior weapons in this case, and a better throwing QB in my case. In my opinion. Hold on, let's go let's go back to that point. Actually, you're talking about you said Kyler Murray versus Matthew Stafford. You would rather have Matthew Stafford. In this case, yes. I would rather have. Okay, I would rather have Kyler Murray, but. Uh, the reason I pick, I still think the Rams are going to win, is because, like you were talking about, it's the exact reason. You said if you talk about weapons, it's Matthew Stafford. And that's what I think. The Cardinals really don't have any weapons, but Kyler Murray is by far the better QB here. By far. That's, well, I guess, if that's what you think. But do you think that Kyler Murray has better arm talent than Matthew yes, Stafford? Yes, I do. I do. 
I do think even Matthew, though Matthew Stafford, Stafford has been known for transcending the NFL. I know he would, he came out as the golden boy when he got drafted the number one overall. This and that, but I don't care. Kyler Murray has better passing ability. Kyler Murray has better dual threat ability. Kyler Murray is dual threat. I agree. Passing Kyler ability. Murray, don't agree. Kyler Murray is top five in the NFL in rushing as a quarterback. He's by far the better quarterback. Kyler Murray is top 10 in the NFL in passing. I think that Matthew Stafford is a better throwing QB than Kyler Murray. And the point is that I'm taking the Rams because Matthew Stafford, if not being the better arm QB, is that he has better weapons. Thanks for listening to Two Brothers in Their Sports on Radio Naira. You can also listen on Amazon Echo. Just say, Alexa, play Radio Naira. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. And make sure to tune in next week for our next predictions.